just a quick presentation of my like my studies and everything. So I'm uh, a Belgian, 32 years old uh, guy who studied in Belgium at a school called. Uh, so sorry for the pronunciations in French. So Haute École Albert Jacquard. In this school, usually you would do about everything. So you would do like environments, you would do characters, you would do animation, a bit of uh, programming to know how it works. In the end, after school, I decided to stick with characters. So I decided to, to branch my path uh, and specialize into characters uh, more than environments. And uh, after school, I applied to multiple companies and in the end, pretty simple, like answered positively uh, for my like application. And I moved to Paris with my, my wife to, to start working there. So for three, uh, for three years, we worked on, on, a, on a project. It's, it was a mobile project and the characters were in a stylized um, uh, fashion, I would say like a stylized style, more like uh, Overwatch, that kind of stuff. I was contacted by Ubisoft Bordeaux to work on Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And so I accepted, basically. And when we were done with the Ghost Recon uh, project, we started working on, on the first DLC of Assassin's Creed. Why don't you talk to us about that project? How, how, how hard was it? So basically, we uh, we started working on the main game, uh, so the the main game of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, to get used uh, to the processes and all the pipelines and all that stuff. But then we had to work on the on the first DLC uh, that was launched. Um, I think it was one month ago or something like that. It's Wrath of the Druids, so it was made all in in Bordeaux. And we had like uh, about one year to work on this project, which is kind of enough for that kind of scope, I would say. So yeah, it was a bit challenging because we came from Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We didn't know a lot about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and how the pipelines and all that stuff work. So we had like to adapt really quick uh, for their pipeline and at the same time start, start producing stuff for, for the game. And what were your responsibilities in the game? So uh, on the main game, we worked on we helped uh, Montreal work on the on the on the characters, and we had like some some assets to to produce. But on the on the DLC, we we had our own characters and more stuff to do because it was basically like the whole expansion that we had to do in Bordeaux. I'm I'm the I'm a part of of the whole character team, and yeah. we had like to to work on multiple like a main character from the game. Uh, that I, in the end, publish on my portfolio. So basically, we all have like the same duties. We start by working on a high-poly sculpt in ZBrush. Then we move to retopology and low-poly, uh, baking maps, UV mapping, and all that kind of stuff. And in the end, you have to integrate it in the Anvil engine, which is uh, the Ubisoft engine. In France, the video game industry, how is it evolving? What are the new jobs, projections that you, as an employee, have in the artistic or technological world? And why do you move to France and not stay in Belgium as well? Uh, I'm going to start with that last point. So basically, the video game scene in Belgium is not like really implemented yet. There are like a few companies like uh, Larian and another one called Fishing Cactus, which are like the, I would say, the two biggest companies in Belgium. If I wanted like to find some work, I, I would have had to move at some point abroad and 
why in France? Because basically the first uh, positive uh, response to my application was like in France, so I, I moved there. And for the video game scene in Belgium, uh, sorry, in France, we have we have a lot of uh, of big companies here like Ubisoft, uh, GameLoft, especially in Paris, in the Paris, Parisian area. But we also have like in big city like in Bordeaux, Toulouse. Not sure about Toulouse actually, but Montpellier, Annecy, and in the north of France, there are like um, a lot of video game companies. So there are a, a lot of jobs there. But then you you still have like to have the correct uh, job title, like to apply to the correct um, the correct job application that are like displayed online because it's always a little bit specialized in that way. Mike, if if you can picture someone in Latin America mm -hmm. starting or initiating their stories, studies in uh, Unreal Engine, and then developing some very amazing skills. Mm -hmm. And that person would like to enter the video game industry in Europe. What would be your advice for that person? So basically, my advice for uh, all students and all people like starting in the in the video game uh, industry would be like, first of all, choose what you want to to specialize in. Because unless you are in a small indie company, uh, and if you're aiming for, um, I would say bigger companies like Ubisoft, Naughty Dogs, uh, Santa Monica Studios. At some point, people like get specialized. So characters, uh, environments, uh, prop artists, animators. So I would say the first thing would be like to choose what you want to, to really work on. That doesn't mean that on the side, you can't like work on other stuff that you, you would like to, to, to try out. But that is important because basically all your life would be like working on this unless you choose um, to change specialization at some point. The next thing is for me to get a degree, even though in this industry, it's, um, it's a lot based on the portfolio and how your CV looks, uh, getting a degree would be an easy way like to get uh, a visa and to all that uh, to get all that administrative stuff uh, done quicker than if you didn't have a visa of course if you don't have a degree you can still like uh, get a job but it will be like much harder like for the company to bring you here because they need to i mean to to, to do all the paperwork and, and that stuff for you so i'd say the degree is important in some way just to get to the to the country um, another thing would be to, if you have a chance like to, to learn uh, 3D courses and stuff like that, don't stay in the comfort zone and do what is like the minimal requirement for school. It's always good to go out of your way and work on personal projects and develop new skills and try to do new stuff because it shows like initiative it allows you to, to, to grow a better portfolio and show people that you are like passionate and interested about that kind of stuff. I, I wanted to say the last uh, skill is when you are working on something, don't be afraid to ask for feedback and post online your, your stuff. There are like a few um, forums or websites that you can 
post on to to be able to receive and to give feedback to other people because at some point you are going to work on something and it's going to be the same thing that you see all day for multiple days and at some point uh, your perception will be completely wrong and you won't see like the small uh, problems on your on your project so it's always better to have like an outside uh, eye to tell you uh, i mean to point out like some some errors or stuff like that uh, for for example, a few websites that are like nice for that kind of stuff, uh, there is the Polycount uh, website, which is like an old uh, forum where you can post your stuff and have uh, professional feedback uh, from from sometimes professional in the industry. Uh, there are a few like Facebook groups where you can post like uh, ten thousand hours, uh, ZBrush Pixel Logic, uh, Marmoset Toolbag. But there are like if you if you look for them, there are a lot of group. And finally, I think the easiest way would be like to join some Discord servers. There are a lot of Discord now about uh, uh, video game and 3D that you can post stuff there and get feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new friend from Paris, Mike Bordeaux. <laughs> thank you very much, Mike. No uh, problem. Lessons and we see you around, man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. we'll see you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. No problem. Have a great, Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you.